Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Janie Charlotte. She is a family nurse practitioner. She is the founder of Health and Weight Loss Clinic. She's also the co-author of Capacity to Love and the author of Seven Steps to Mastering Emotion. Um, today we're going to talk about her journey and how she got to where she is today, as well as just talking about loving yourself and being able to heal. Hey Janie, how are you? I'm great. Happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. <laughs> I uh, was like reading through, we were talking for a minute, but I was reading through your bio and I just left, I was actually recently learned about what like twin flame. So it's kind of cool. I'd love to like learn more about it from you. Yeah, it is. An, it's a new term. Uh, I think yeah. it's been around, but uh, I think a lot of people haven't really spoken up on the experience of it. Yeah. Uh, but more people are talking about it. Um, to start off, let me just tell us a little bit about it for like my listeners that maybe haven't heard. Yeah. So Twin Flame is a very, um, I would say it's a very spiritual relationship. And some people get Twin Flame and Soulmate confused. So I always try to distinguish between the two. Um, so depending on what you believe, that's a, that's very important. However, I've I know that we are all here on this earth classroom to learn and evolve different lessons. So we get different tests that come our way so that we can learn the lesson and then move on to the next thing. So soulmates sometimes come in our life because we both have the same lesson to learn. So that's how you may have someone, a relationship, you guys come together and you both have to learn forgiveness or something. And then once that lesson is learned for both of you, then you move on. Sometimes one person will learn it and you still move on from that other person and they still have to learn their lesson. So Twin Flames is basically a feminine and masculine part of the most high mother, father, God. Okay. Okay. So All of creation has two energies, both masculine and feminine. We have, you know, if you grew up in the Western culture, a lot of only the masculine energy of creation is depicted, but there's feminine energy as well. So these two people embody both the masculine and feminine energy of the most high God, and they anchor down that unconditional love and they radiate that out into the earth. And they come to in union, usually when there's a lot of transition, a lot of changes going on in the earth, such as a time as this. And so that is what our co-author book, Capacity to Love, is all about. And it is co-authored with my twin flame, Russell Bruce. <laughs> and um, it, it was a real unfolding. It was a real experience for us. And um, we, we wanted to put it out for one, because it's all about awakening to unconditional love. Um, we're all here to get to the center of who we are, which is love. Yeah. And two, for other people to understand that, hey, you might be a twin flame. You might be in a relationship that's not necessarily your twin flame. And you might also be on this same spiritual journey as we are. Okay, so is twin flame typically like a relationship relationship? Can it be a friendship? How is that normally? It could, it could, it could present in a lot of different ways. The biggest thing is that it is a masculine and feminine energy and that both anchor down the unconditional love of mother God, father God. 
That is the biggest part. And not only that, but they are on a humanity mission to serve humanity, to radiate that love and to awaken others and to raise the vibration in the earth as well. Okay. Is there like a way to know, like, this is my twin flame, like, or is it, you have to more be open and ready for it? It is what your soul resonate with. It is, it's gonna, it's a knowing internally. It's a spiritual and a soul knowing. So, um, and it it is, you you know, you have to have a a really good spiritual maturity to recognize it, to understand it and to allow it to happen as well. Okay. Well, kind of going a little bit backwards, but how did you get started? Like, how did you learn of twin flames or the capacity and the love? Like, how did you learn all about it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, So it was an awakening for me. Um, I was sort of going through a transition. My I had just recently divorced for the second time and my father passed away and I had left full time employment for full entrepreneurship. And um, it was a lot of transition in my life. Right. But Mm -hmm. After my second marriage, I felt that I had crossed my T's, I had dotted my I's, I had did all the things, and I couldn't understand why very early on that relationship wasn't showing up in unconditional love, okay? Yeah. Unconditional love, not based on status and material things and roles, but true unconditional love. Yeah. And when that wasn't showing up in that way, I went in within, inside, you know, into God and cried out, I want a love that I could feel at the pits of my Mm -hmm. soul. And once I did that, everything shifted for me to know what that was. And in that process, I had to become unconditional love. So my heart started to open up. There was things that started to heal that was deep within old wounds. Um, I was going on mission trips on my own dime just to give to people that I knew couldn't give anything back to me. Okay. So once you understand that you have to become that unconditional love, you are also tapping into a frequency and a vibration of unconditional love, which is a vibration of the most high God, the infinite creator. Like, so you're like, because you're, you're open to unconditional love and you are unconditional love, you're able to help people and not expect something in return. Like knowing that sometimes they can't do it at that moment. Correct. That's unconditional love. Unconditional love is giving without no expectations of, of receiving love in return. But once you are that, you are now a magnet to attract that back into your life. Yeah. And then that is how he was able to come in my life. And I was able to recognize it because I was in that frequency. I was in that vibration. Yeah. I was, I also knew what I put out into the universe to manifest. I love that. How, how was it um, being co-authoring the books together, the book together? It was, it was amazing. It was easy because we, it was our experience and we flowed with it. And um, we were in a vibration of love when we wrote it. So the book is written from a very high frequency of love. And when, you know, you, you read it, readers and um, people who have written reviews say it's a very, you know, they could feel the vibration of the book. 
And Aww. that is what we are here to do. We're here to vibrate that. What we were able to anchor down in this earth, we want to vibrate that back out. And that's what we, that's what we do. That's amazing. It is. It's, it's exciting. And yeah, it's exciting. It's empowering Yes, because you understand that love is, is infinite and it's all within you. And most people are searching on the outside to find it. And it's not there. It's all already within you. And that is, I mean, and the book is so multi-layered because we talk about going within to find it. We talk about healing, you know, the barriers, like why can't you reach that? We talk about the, the wholeness of the masculine and feminine energies you know, and how the Western culture has really been in a masculine energy. And now it's time for the feminine energy that represents love yes. and compassion <laughs> to rise in balance with the masculine, not above the masculine, but in balance. Exactly. And being yes. equal. Yeah, equal. exactly. And uh, I'm, I got the chills as I'm saying this, but it, it's, and that's what this is about. And, and we are in a big transition right now. We're in a change of time yep. <laughs> and it is, it is time for all of us to go within, to connect with our own feminine energy, because both women and men both have both masculine and feminine energy. Right. And if there is something holding your love and your compassion and your empathy and your forgiveness, then you have to do the work independently to reach that. Do you have any advice maybe for listeners that want to reach within and want to kind of change themselves within, but aren't really sure how to do it? Yeah, that's a great question. So what you just said, the first step is having a desire because God gave us free will. And that is what free will is all about. You have a choice. You don't have to become the better version of yourself. You do not. That is your choice. Exactly. in free will, you say, I want to do better. I want to love. I want to be compassionate. I want to have empathy. I want to, you know, live in, in this empowered state that I know that everything I need is within me and I don't have to pillage it from other humans. Right. You know, to fill the voids. So the first step is the desire. But, and then the second step is going within. And that's really taking some time away from the outside world. So you Mm -hmm. have to step back from social media. You have to step back from materialism. You have to step back even from family and friends so that you can understand who you are. Because some of the beliefs that were instilled in you are not your beliefs. They were beliefs Mm -hmm. that were programmed into you. Right. And it's like something you were taught. So you have to kind of relearn on your own what it is that makes you happy or that makes you feel full. Exactly. Exactly. What, um, how did you come across doing your first book, the seven steps to mastering emotion? That was your first book, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. So, um, you, cause we have to, in order to come into unconditional love, you have to self master Mm-hmm. all those other emotions that you're feeling. And in that book, I talk about that emotions is just energy in motion. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're all giving and receiving energy 
every day, every second of the day, everything that's created is of energy. You know, my cup right here has energy in it. Right. So we're always giving and receiving energy and we have to be first aware of the energy mm-hmm. we are, we're radiating out, right? So if I walk around frowning, you know, chip on my shoulder, bitter, and, and I'm not aware of that, there's a problem because right. you're, you're, there's something blocking you. There's something blocking. So the seven steps, I give seven steps to clearly, clearly master yourself, which is mastering your emotions. And then when you master that, you come fully into unconditional love. I love that. Yeah. I think that's so amazing that you were able to take the lessons that you've learned and to help others. Yeah. So a couple other things that you had started, you were also the founder of a health and weight loss clinic. How did that come? How, how, what is that like? Yeah, so I'm a family nurse practitioner and I have, it's called NP's Hired Health and Weight Management Clinic. Um, So I see children from two years of age on up to adult, but I do specialize in obesity treatment. And that is just my personal interest, the um, Mm -hmm. health disparity that especially Americans, we really have to work on. Yes. our, not only what we take in affects our spirit, but the food that we take in affects our spirit. You know, yeah. the music we listen to affects our spirit. The people we're around affects our spirit and our energy. So I have personally took it upon myself that, okay, I want to attack obesity. I want to um, teach communities and families and individuals how to main, maintain, gain and maintain wholeness wellness and balance and it requires movement so physical activity it requires what you're putting in your mouth and it requires a a connection with self which is your your soul and your spirit yeah yeah and that's true wellness yeah all of it it's everything exactly I think that's so great that you're trying to attack obesity because it is such a big thing in America unfortunately it is kids and adults. And there's just, it's so sad. It's hard. It is. And there's, there's so many things behind it. You know, there, there's, we have not been taught to eat properly. Um, we even just the food industry has really put aside the real nutrition for, you know, capitalism and we're going fast. Like someone needs to be in a hurry. So instead of like cooking, they just go for fast food or they go whatever's quick. Exactly. And um, we have become very impatient with food because we're wanting Mm -hmm. things very fast. And we have to slow down so that we could, because everything you eat, you are what you eat. So tell people, you really have to focus on foods that are grown in nature, in the soil and in the sun. Okay. Because those are live living Foods, they give you energy, they give you proper nutrition. If you're right. eating things that are not grown in the sun, it's dead. So it's not, it's not helping with your life force energy in any way. Yeah. And I was in, in college, I was, um, I studied communications and in one of my classes, we were watching this, a video. And I think, it, I think it, I want to say it's Japan. They, in school, they like in elementary school, they have a class that these kids take and they go in and make lunch for everybody. 
And so they're eat, they're making these like really nutritious and good lunches. And it's like, that's, that's awesome. so important. That One, is- they're learning um, how to do that. But two, they're also helping themselves and each other. And they're all being a lot healthier. Yeah. And then like, I wish they had that here. Yeah. And, and when we do it, you know, in our household, our kids are gaining those skills. They're learning how to eat healthy and eat properly. And then this is how we, we stop generations of obesity and just, just disease because a lot of chronic issues like hypertension, diabetes, um, food and yeah. Yeah, it's related to food is dis-ease in the body. Your body is always trying to reach a uh, homeostasis, which is just complete balance. And something's going to always overcompensate if something else is out of balance. And we have to eat to stay alive, you know? Yeah, <laughs> pretty true. Yeah. But, and, you know, but also eating so much, th- certain things also can kill you. <laughs> so it's like that balance. It, it, and that's what it's about. It's about balance. Will you want a slice of cake every now and then? Of course you will. But should you not all the time? <laughs> yeah. And should you sit there and eat the whole cake? No, you know. And then another big part of seven steps to mastering emotions is because I do a lot of counseling and with weight management, and a lot of of my clients ha- it's it's emotional based. Yeah. A lot of people eat out of emotions, like stress. And- yeah. Yeah. And once we go beneath the surface and then figure out what the real issue is, the weight falls off. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Um, but this has been such a great conversation. I've really enjoyed having you, but we're going to switch gears a little bit and I'm going to play a game with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to get to know we, so we can get to know you a little bit. And so my first question is like, what's your drink of choice? It can be anything. <laughs> Um, I'd say water. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I drink the most of. I'd say water. <laughs> I'm trying. It's so hard. It's like kind of boring sometimes that it sometimes tastes so good. It's like so refreshing, yeah. but then there's that time that's kind of boring. So <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's all mental. Once you kind of reprogram your mind to say yes. hey, water's good, it works. And a little bit of lime and lemon works as well. Yeah. Cause it gets that little flavor. Exactly. Um, what's your favorite TV show and or movie? Okay, so I hope I don't sound weird, but I don't watch TV. Because um, it's programming. I believe television is tell lies to your vision. It's a lot of programming. So I try to keep my mind clear. Okay. Um, as far as favorite movie, um, I haven't watched one in a while. I'm trying to think what would be my favorite right now. Um, and if you don't have one, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing that just pops out like, man, that's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what advice do you have for your younger self? Ah, that's a good one. Um, just enjoy the journey. And, it's more amazing yeah. than you think. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> more amazing than you think. Just enjoy it. And what is five words to describe yourself? Uh, love. Peaceful. Um, authentic. Giver. And joy. I love that. And our last question is, what does success mean for you? Um, I would say success means that 
you have, you feel the internal joy of reaching a goal or personal development or personal, um, a personal win. And that, and there's an internal joy that you feel in doing that. That's a great answer. Um, once again, thank you for coming on. And where can my audience find you, whether it's your book, your website, whatever you want to yeah, guys. So the book is both books are available on Amazon. So capacity to love and awakening to unconditional love and seven steps to mastering emotions. All of my products are on my website as well. Um, and it's in P higher in as in nurse P as in practitioner hired H I R E D.com. Um, I am on Instagram and social and uh, Facebook. So definitely connect with me there. Send me an inbox, uh, Janie Charlo on Instagram and Janie Charlo on Facebook. All right. Well, thank you so much. And this was another episode of Hey Alexa. And I'll talk to you guys next time.